0: that's the second time you dropped that bible since she's been in there
1: Do you confess? Albert, you
0: pierced the toast. So what?
1: Hello, and welcome to Quarantine Confessions for Saturday, July of 2020. I'm your host, A.G., and with me today is Jordan Coburn. Jordan, how are you? (laughs) Hello,
0: I am well. How are you
1: doing? Uh, I'm good. I'm good. I'm trying to think if I have any (laughs) confessions today. I feel guilty, but yeah, I'm good. I'm all right. (laughs) You just can't place it. (laughs) <laughs> I know, like I, there's, you know, how you have that weird pit in your stomach. You're like, I've done something wrong. I know I have. What is it? Uh, <laughs> and then you, I think it's just, I think it's just a Catholic rock that's just lives in my stomach. Um, right, from being right. raised Catholic, it's just always there. Yeah, uh, scar tissue.
0: Yes, Conan and Colbert were talking about that on a podcast that I was listening to. Uh-huh. They they both grew up Catholic, and they're, they're, it was just hearing them talk, I was like, I don't even understand half the things that they're explaining right now. I need AG to, like, decipher this for me. <laughs> they were talking about some, like, some concepts of, like, yeah, just, su- like, suffering as being, like, necessary to get to the other side of things and, and this concept of, like, magic. And it was, uh yeah. Anyways, I think it happens to... Catholicism happens to the best of you, is mm. what I'm saying. It does.
1: <laughs> and next up on the new podcast, Catholicism Happens. We are going to be discussing <laughs> the guilt stone stuck in your fucking rectum. <laughs> I love it. Where else would it be stuck? It's Catholic. <laughs> and every guest is just Colbert. Uh, and uh, who who is he talking to? Conan. So Yes. Yes. Have you seen Conan's yeah, hair recently? Best. Oh, my God. Yes, God, it's the best. I watched a oh, video with him, him and him and Patton oswald and, and Patton tweeted it out. He's like, "Check out our awesome discussion." And oh my God, his hair is out of control. It's yes, like uh, it's something so about Mary, crazy. you know? <laughs>
0: yes, it's always like that too. Well, I guess not. Not well, obviously not. Otherwise, it wouldn't be newsworthy. But yeah, it is like he has the most magnificent calic yeah. that just naturally gives it like four inches of height off of his head. It's insane.
1: Yeah, and when he doesn't cut best. his hair, it just can, it just grows up. It never <laughs> yeah. it never like comes down to the side. It just grows straight up. Like he'll be kid and play at the end of this fucking thing. It'll just be so yeah. tall. Uh <laughs> all right. We have uh, quite a few confessions. Thank you for sending them in. If you want to send them in, hit us up on quarantineconfessionspod.com. That'll take you to our Grand Central Station of of podcast websites. It's one place and you can submit anything you want for any podcast that we do ever in the history of the universe, especially you know, especially confessions. Uh and uh I'll kick it off today. How about I kick it off today? We have all right. We have a confession from Adam. Oh, the original the original man, Adam. Pronouns he <laughs> him. Adam says, I'm in love with my barista. I've been going to this shop for about a year, but more frequently than I was in the before times. He asks the usual and never gets it wrong. hot. Uh, I could make this breakfast and coffee at home, like I don't even love the coffee, but the guy is cute. I've chalked it up to what might be flirting uh, to what might be flirting is wishful thinking and him being in customer service. After all, of this is Seattle, and the Seattle freeze is a thing. <laughs> um i have i i didn't know what the what's the seattle freeze uh i thought that that w- w- is, i don't know is that just sort of like how, <laughs> how, how people sort of treat people generally like they're just like kind oh, of cold God. i guess the seattle yeah, freeze let me
0: let let me i'm gonna look that up yeah you google I just, it i need to yeah I, I need to get a sound clip of what i just did because that's literally the constant state of my brain uh listen okay <laughs> the term seattle freeze refers to a widely held belief that it is especially difficult to make new friends in the city of seattle washington mm-hmm. particularly for transplant transplants from other cities
1: We well, had yeah, i had an easy time yeah i thought everyone was really nice well, okay well i was also- yeah
0: when oh when we went there for the show
1: yeah 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 oh yeah that was the fucking best i thought everyone was awesome maybe it's because i like that kind of person Maybe I'm into that God, sort of, too. you know, that sort oh, of yeah. brooding kind of ennui of, yep. uh, you know, I'm like, these Flannel. are my fucking people. Uh. Yeah. yep, yeah, yep, yeah, yeah. yeah. It was like college. It was like fucking college. Seattle is 1992. <laughs> yeah. Um, it did feel like that. Every bar we walk into has like
0: this new alternative music and stuff that's like really <laughs> fucking good. I'm like, what the hell is this Disneyland for sad people? <laughs> 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 the tragic kingdom.
1: Uh I love it. <laughs> the tragic kingdom um, uh, that's so good. Were you today years old <laughs> when you realized that that's why no doubt called their album tragic Kingdom? Oh, I didn't know that.
0: yeah, there we go. Either. I thought you just made that up right on the spot.
1: I didn't, but i I did, but then I remember you created
0: the re yes, exactly, which counts a reference <laughs> serves as a good joke also Thank you <laughs> uh
1: continuing so uh. He thought the, the, the flirt it, you know it might be wishful thinking that he was flirting but you know because he's in customer service right like strippers uh, I may have missed my chance you know like oh she really likes me yeah mm-hmm. uh, I may have missed my chance when he asked if I had plans at all to leave the city truly confused I responded uh, no ew why are you leaving <laughs> he said uh, maybe I kind of want to go camping or something you know get out of town for the weekend oh that sounds fun I lied because I hate camping <laughs> i hate <laughs> he said i hate camping but that sounds cool anyway see you next week uh and then i left the store uh breakfast burrito and coffee in hand on my way to the usual bench to the in the olympic sculpture park to finish off the latest episodes of daily beans and have a full fucking meltdown while i debate myself was he asking me out do people go camping as just friends <laughs> as like first hang activity jesus is he a serial killer? <laughs> am I damaged? Should I give him my number? Should I ask for his number? No. I should give him my number because then he has the option to contact me. If he doesn't text me, I can just find another coffee shop. Why am I like this? How do, I, how do you even give someone your number in quarantine? Like, what the fuck, man? <laughs>
0: Oh, gosh. Everybody has felt a version of that (laughs) in some way,
1: I am sure. Thank you for expressing it. Quote, hey, can I uh, give you my number? Maybe we can stand six feet away in a parking lot, drink a beer, and do more than this vague flirting bullshit because I'm not going to a fucking bar during a global pandemic, and I don't want to invite you to my place because I don't want you to correctly assume I'm a big slut, and I might be reading this entire situation wrong. Should I find a new coffee shop? What the fuck did AG just say? We're good at news already? Oh, God. (laughs) (laughs) We're at good news already. Excuse me. I'm like, what? (laughs) And then (laughs) then, uh, back up uh, the episode three, 15 minutes, and walk back to my apartment. I do that all the time. I'll get on this thinking thing, and then I'll miss what I'm listening to, and I have to rewind it. Anyways, last week, I finally asked what his name was. By the way, the Seattle Freeze is made-up bullshit mentality attributed to locals because we don't smile at fucking strangers or try to strike up conversations with people wearing headphones on the bus like a fucking boomer or a Gen Xer in a rom-com. Read the room, tech bro. <laughs> 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 I love this guy. <laughs> I know. Oh, my God. Well, <laughs> um, I would advise you to... how uh, ha- I, I, Hmm... I'd ask for I'd ask for his number, and if if he if if he gives you a weird look or something, pick a new coffee house. You're in Seattle. There's one ten feet away. <laughs> That's true. You have so, you have so many corporate
0: and local options aplenty. You will not have to want for coffee. But I was thinking as you were reading that, if we give Adam advice and then Adam follows the advice and then it goes poorly. Oh no, you know, but I don't know. That being said, I'm gonna do it anyway.
1: (laughs) Well, he either's into you he's either into you or he's not. Whether you ask for his phone number or don't, I mean he he is what he is and he feels how he feels. So like might as well ask. If he's into you, he'll give you his number. If he's not, he won't. The end and and then you'll know.
0: Yes. Or maybe sometimes a leading question like, Are you single? is a little bit less direct sounding or something than a number maybe. Nah, you know? just ask maybe for the number. Like an e-
1: nah, just ask for the number. Yeah, you think so? Yeah. What's gonna happen? You know, you're gonna find out if he if he's interested or not. Are you gonna you could even just ask, hey, are you flirting with me? Are you interested in me? Uh I mean Yes. You know. Oh I love when humans are direct with each other.
0: It is like a fucking fantasy that I get off to.
1: Yeah. Now here's the only thing unless you don't want to know if you wanna Ooh. you know, if you don't wanna know, and I've been down this road too, you like know, I just don't even want to know if that guy likes me. I'm just gonna keep hanging out with him and pretend at home. Later. What what if <laughs> 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 Yes. What if what if you just
0: slip your number and like a message to your barista and then that way you don't even have to say anything. I like I'm coming up with the most avoidant Possibilities ever, even though I just said I get off to transparency, I get off to it because it's a kink for me because it's something I don't do in reality. <laughs> but there's
1: <laughs> you could also but, if they but write it... if this is the kind of place that writes your name on the cup, you could ask him to put his number on there.
0: Yes, yes, I like y- your suggestions are much more like you could you could like grab your cup, movie you scenes, grab your cup.
1: Hey, I grew up uh, in the fucking eighties. Okay, so you grab the cup, <laughs> look at it, and say, hey. um uh, I have a, a problem with this. And, and he'll go, oh, what's the problem? And you say, your phone number's missing. That would be good. That would be good. That would
0: be good. Yes. <laughs> You'd be like, um, I ordered this extra with your phone number. Yeah. Please? Great. Mm-hmm. I love it. Well, please keep us updated, because yeah, now, I've, at now this I'm point, invested. obviously, we're all living vicariously through you. So I'm invested in it. Please Adam. let us know yes good good luck good wishes you're a beautiful person i am sure of it and uh you should have confidence in whatever you do and and you know
1: you gotta also if you didn't want him to know you gotta hope he doesn't listen to this show (laughs) yeah that's true (laughs) or or maybe your next cup will have his phone number on it without you saying anything right
0: (laughs) oh dude how much of a mind blower would that be what if what if they put the number on there anyway? Not because they listen to the podcast, just because you two are that on the same page. That yeah. would be yeah. ideal. Who mm-hmm. knows? Keep us posted. Um <laughs> next up from anonymous pronouns she, her, but I'll also answer to sir if you say it just right. <laughs> my my next door neighbors with whom I share a wall have been having daily screaming matches. I've reached the end of my rope, and I'm ready to fight back. I'm currently setting up my stereo with the speakers pointed directly at their wall, and my Facebook friends are helping me put together a very targeted playlist. It currently has the Partridge Family theme song, Come On, Get Happy, All I Love, 50 Ways to Leave Your Lover, Love Will Tear Us Apart, You've Lost That Love and Feeling, and Other Gems. <laughs> my personal contribution is the Barney the Dinosaur I Love You song. Maybe I'll get through to them, or maybe I'll just drown out their noise, but I'm too pissed to care.
1: Ah, we used to do this to our neighbors in our dorm in college. They used to blast Garth Brooks at us every morning. And while I have grown to appreciate Garth Brooks, I certainly did not when I was 18. And so we would blast, and I had my dad's stereo, the stereo that my dad left me, you know, with the two two big black box speakers and the silver components, all that shit. And we would blast, uh, I saw your mommy and your mommy's dead by Suicidal Tendencies, my God!
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, yeah, that's what, that's what what we would do. But I love this playlist, and it reminds me of when in PCU when they lock everybody, all the rich people, in the room and make them listen to Afternoon Delight over and over again.
0: Yeah, I like using music as a weapon like that. It's uh, it should be it should be used like because then you save yourself the script writing you know trying to think of something clever to yell back through the wall this way you just play the song someone's already done it for you the bit's done there you go and you don't hear <laughs> your voice and you've left no identifying
1: characteristics don't be the comic <laughs> to that cr- carries the bit out for nine hours
0: <laughs> yeah exact- exactly exactly <laughs> that would be so funny though to <laughs> just see somebody like filming themselves interjecting in wall conversations <laughs> <laughs>
1: They should do that if you can hear it, like, especially if your yes. walls are a paper thin. Uh, you you know, you yes. should just, like, have a video on yourself. And be, I told you not to do that. Uh, and then just, you know, you you just come in. Or you could even do, like, a, a lip sync. You could try to lip sync what they're saying. That could be fun.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's going to have to be, like, an Eminem song to get all those fucking bitches in
1: there. Mm-mm. I'm sure. Mm, definitely. <laughs> um Um, all right well we have more we have we have to take a quick break we have more confessions to get to but we do have to take a quick break so uh we will be right back uh stay with us yeah hey everybody thanks for listening to quarantine confessions i'd also like to thank our sponsor raycon for supporting the podcast You've probably heard us rave about Raycon earbuds already. They make the best wireless earbuds anywhere, and they do it for a fraction of the usual cost. Everyone needs a great pair of wireless earbuds, Uh, but usually you drop hundreds of bucks on a pair. But instead, check out the wireless earbuds from Raycon. They started at half the price of other premium wireless earbuds on the market, and they sound just as amazing as the other top audio brands. Their latest model, which are called the Everyday E25 earbuds, are their best ones yet. They have six hours of continuous playtime, seamless Bluetooth pairing, really good rich bass, and they have a more compact Design that gives you a noise isolating fit, so you can't hear other people, which I like. Uh, I love their wireless earbuds because they're comfortable. A lot of the old ones give me, you know, give me headaches, but they're perfect for conference calls or listening to podcasts and audiobooks, uh, and without any wires or the little sticky uppy things to get in the way. Uh, I always misplace earbuds. Jordan, I always (laughs) misplace my (laughs) earbuds. Uh, I always seem to misplace earbuds, but because Raycons are so affordable, I bought a couple of pairs, and they're so much more comfortable than other wireless options. So, And the sound is clear. Melissa Etheridge uses them. She says, whenever I'm on tour, I listen to the Raycon earbuds. Awesome sound. They're rocking. Get them. And if she says they're rocking, then you know they're rocking. So pick up a pair of Raycon wireless earbuds. See what the hype is all about. Now is the time to get the latest and greatest. Get 15% off your order at buyraycon.com slash starburns. That's buy, B-U-Y, Raycon, R-A-Y-C-O-N, dot com slash starburns for 15% off Raycon wireless earbuds. com slash starburns. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to Quarantine Confessions. I'm here with Jordan Coburn, and our next confession comes from Ashley, pronouns she, her. And Ashley says, I was going to try to make this confession funny, but I just can't. Content warning for anyone who deals with body image issues or eating disorders. She says, I'm middle-aged and I've battled obesity my whole life. After a lot of emotionally exhausting mental work for the last three years, I'd lost 60 pounds, although that was only halfway to my ultimate goal. Uh, But it was a profound accomplishment and I was starting to find some peace with my body. Then COVID-19 hit and nothing seemed to matter. I joined the baking craze, cultivated a sourdough starter, and began stuffing the hole inside me where hope and a sense of purpose used to dwell with tasty, soothing carbohydrates and lots of them. Once I dropped the reins of self-control, I just couldn't seem to pick them back up again. The jeans that had been so roomy at the start of quarantine feel like a sausage casing again. And when I finally confronted the bathroom scale last night, it confirmed I've gained 35 goddamn pounds. I undid two years of work in four months. Here's hoping that the public confession will help me pull my head out of my ass and refocus on the grinding slog of portion control. On yesterday's Beans, Mandy and Jordan were talking about their new exercise routines and it inspired me to get off the couch, haul myself up and down the stairs a few times, and do a few sets of heavily modified body weight exercises to try to wake up my atrophied muscles and self-respect. Thanks, ladies, for keeping it real. I debated about indulging in this pity party on such a fun podcast, but on the off chance that anyone out there is experiencing a similar struggle, I want to know you're not alone. Oh, thank you so much, though, for sharing this, Ashley. This is so important. That people real like that people know that they're not alone you know i I remember one of the most uh cathartic things for me in dealing with my p t s and 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 not thinking I was crazy or being gaslighted was when I was able to hear other people's stories and how they were similar to mine. And in that, realizing that I wasn't alone, I felt so much better. And so this is so important. And thank you for sharing it, um, because th- that's, you know, it, does the nothing, it doesn't all have to be funny. Um, th- that's not what this is about um, at, at, at its heart. So I really, really, really appreciate you sharing, um, sharing this story.
0: Yeah, definitely. And I know what Mandy and I were talking about too, if my memory is correct, was the effect it has on your mental health too, which for me I'm finding is, is like the thing that most motivates me to get moving as much as I can. A lot of the times, you know, it's it's a walk. Sometimes it's like yoga or, or whatever, but but the way that you're the chain reaction that it sets off, I, I hate like I hate this idea that unless you sweat profusely and you burn like 800 calories or something then you didn't really work out and it's like mm. not even you know that there's no point in even doing it or something that's no. that's all part of a very very toxic culture that's centered if you do that that's fucking awesome and if that makes you feel good that's totally cool but but if you don't do that you shouldn't feel like you failed or like you're not going to get the the foundation of the benefits to moving no. around which is just that mind body connection
1: yeah, and and I think it was 2010 when I did my initial weight loss. I lost about 50 pounds. Um, it w- I just walked for 90 days. I went on mm-hmm. a walk every day, and and ate. I had what did I eat? I had a foot long um, turkey submarine sandwich with the bread scooped out. You know, a little bit. Ooh, um, <laughs> with oil and vinegar instead of. Uh, mayonnaise or mustard or anything and uh, no cheese and and just extra extra veggies and uh yeah I lost 50 pounds in I think like three months took a while but um but I felt so much better um just mentally I just getting sunshine or um you know moving around like you said there's there's definitely something chemical about it I just don't know what it is Mm -hmm. but um I really I, I really appreciate the share
0: me too thank you um next up from Becca, pronoun she, her, Becca says I've always loved musicals I grew up listening to Les Mis Joseph and the Technicolor Dreamcoat, Fiddler on the Roof, Annie, Oklahoma, you know classics. I've had this weird habit where I don't like to listen to a show if I haven't seen it in person. So as I got older I definitely missed out on some great stuff due to not getting to the theater as much as I'd like. With it being impossible to get a ticket to Hamilton I never listened to the music as I figured I wouldn't see it anytime soon. I also have never been that into hip-hop so I figured the show wouldn't quite be my thing. Nine days ago I watched Hamilton on Disney for the first time and now for my confession I am currently on my 13th watch of the show (laughs) as I write this it is so fucking good the writing the singing the acting the dancing the lighting I can't get over how perfect the show feels I feel like a moron for missing out on it for so many years but I also feel really lucky that in 2020 I was able to have my first experience to be the to see the original cast on stage I can't wait for the world to get back to normal so i can see this show from the room where it happened yes i felt (laughs) the same way when we got we we were so lucky um to get to see it in san francisco right that was in san francisco that we saw it it yeah and it was yeah and it was so incredible and i too hadn't listened to it because you know maybe of similar reasons i didn't listen to the soundtrack even though like everybody was talking about it and seeing it was just like Holy shit! I definitely could have listened to this soundtrack sooner, and this is one of the best productions I've ever seen.
1: A hundred percent. And uh, I I thirteenth watch. Wow, it's like really long. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so, yeah, that's true. It was long, huh? I'm <laughs> on installment three. I'm wa- I've I've started it, and I got about a third of the way through it, and then I you know went back to living life and working for a minute and then I've, I've i still have about a third of it to go on my first watch so that is amazing that is amazing that is yeah education. um next up from j mac uh pronouns she her okay here it goes she says i'm here to confess i have developed a major crush on glenn kershner <laughs> After hearing him as a guest, I have subscribed to his YouTube daily report. I cannot stop wondering what he's wearing on the lower half. He always is so well-dressed in a crisp white shirt and suit jacket, but my mind keeps wandering south. I have pictured him in shorts and flip-flops. No, boxers? I don't think so. I land on tidy whities Am I right? (laughs) Please ask him the next time he's on the show. Until then, (laughs) I'll just have to continue with my fantasies. Alas, quarantine times are rough. Okay. AG, please ask Glenn Kirshner, former thirty year <laughs> yeah. federal prosecutor in the DC US Attorney's Office who worked with Bob Mueller, what he's what kind of underwear he wears.
0: Yeah, and uh you have to ask it right after you ask a really serious and detailed question too. Yeah. Just with yeah, no yeah. setup. You're yeah. right.
1: <laughs> You're right. And uh yeah, so That's so funny. Thank you, Glenn Kirshner, for your insights on uh, the, the dismantling of the rule of law in this country and what's happening in Portland. Are you wearing pants? I think that's how, <laughs> I, think that's how I should. No matter. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> now I should uh, should tee it up, right? Don't <laughs> you think?
0: Yeah, that's so funny. Just, just throwing it. In. Um, yes. All right. Next up from anonymous pronoun she/her. As a 61-year-old white woman living in the burbs of relatively blue Portland, Oregon, I have felt like there's not a lot I can do to affect change. I am not comfortable joining the protests in the downtown area and have worried that contributing to a bail fund might benefit the non-protesters slash instigators of trouble. But now that we have non-ID'd, camouflage-fed troops literally nabbing people off our streets extrajudiciously and without provocation, I finally sent money to a Portland bail fund and will continue to do so. I am so appalled at what is going on in our country, and I am so grateful to the brave souls who are out in the streets. I hope I can be forgiven for only contributing in my small monetary way. I mean, you're doing what you can. There's nothing to be forgiven for, only appreciated, you know? So that's- 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 You're trying to be intentional about it, obviously, which is great. I will say this though, that all of the bail funds that I've heard of are super, they're also very intentional about who's getting the money and it tends to, it it seems to be marketed as being prioritized towards folks that, you know, usually don't have the means to get themselves out of that situation. So I think you can rest easy knowing when you donate to a bail fund, as long as it's, you know, you do some research into its affiliated groups and everything, it's probably going to a cause that you're going to feel good about giving your money to.
1: Yep. Yes. A hundred percent. And, you know, we all do what we can and in the ways that we can do it. And, you know, that's how that's how you help. And that's what you do. Uh, it's it's the people who uh, are either, you know, participating on the other side or uh, it's totally silent that, you know, you need to raise your eyebrows at. So we appreciate you doing that. And I know that the people who I mean, you know, when I was a kid and I was out protesting the, the first Gulf War, which then I ended up joining the Navy, which is weird. But when I was out protesting the first <laughs> Gulf War. Uh, and you know, hell no, we won't go. We won't die for Texaco. We shut down City Hall. We get arrested. And if if there was a bail fund there waiting for me, that would have been the best thing ever. So uh, you know, I can say from on being on the other side of it that it's truly, truly appreciated and it's very important. And so, thank you. And next from anonymous, pronouns she/her. <laughs> my deodorant has gone walkies for the past few weeks I haven't tried very hard to look for it but I've become extremely tuned into my different levels and qualities of BO it's a fun mysterious adventure I find myself on what will I smell like if I don't shower tomorrow too what happens to my BO when I eat fried chicken Indian food insert scratching chin emoji too bad for my family who I'm quarantined with oh you know (laughs) 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 gone walkies very good very good use of gone walkies um, may we suggest native deodorant? They, I'm I, just kidding. Um, Ooh.
0: Also, windows are great for that. Windows, and windows are great.
1: I've noticed that. I've noticed that if I, uh, like, depending on where my hormone levels are at that minute, I might get bo like the day I shower if I don't put deodorant on. But after a day or two, either I go, I grow noseblind to it, or it goes away.
0: Yes. Yes, I think we've maybe even talked about this—that some sort of thin layer of dirt almost settles on itself or something, <laughs> thus creating a barrier, and not allowing the bo to escape through whatever pores.
1: Yeah, I don't uh. think it's nose blindness because I I recognize it when it happens, and so if I if I was nose blind, I would never recognize it unless unless I because I have just showered, I recognize it like. <laughs> Because I've gotten all the other smells off me. I don't know. I don't think I'm that gross. I don't think you are. You're I mean, like dirty. Walking around in puddles of shit in my backyard. I'm micro. These are dirty <laughs> jobs. I smell like shit. Yeah, I don't that's not
0: me. Um No, not not in my experience. And we've shared a hotel room together for multiple days. That's when you really learn a lot about someone's body odor. Yeah. Um. And their television habits. <laughs> Yes, and their television
1: habits. This is true. Allison. (laughs) I know. Hey, there's a a bottle of wine in here somewhere, right? Top time for fucking... (laughs) Pizza,
0: wine, (laughs) and true crime. True crime. Yes, it was Forensic
1: Files. (laughs) Forensic Files. (laughs) Uh, Dun-dun. I love it. I miss touring so much. I know, me too. I was just thinking about that the other day because I'm trying to put this book proposal together and I'm like... I want to talk about so much stuff on the tour, you know? It was just so fun.
0: Mm-hmm. It was so fucking fun. It was so rad. Uh, one day. One day we will do it again next up from anonymous pronouns he him i must confess i got really tired of receiving email chain bullshit from my trump supporting father-in-law my wife is a conservative too but i've tried really hard not to push her one way or another by dropping things around her i know she'll be appalled at that trump does uh oh i've tried really hard not wait not to push her one way or another by dropping things oh got it okay yeah so just impartial like actual facts it sounds (laughs) there you go what a (laughs) concept uh thank you for doing that um after after receiving an email about Tim Allen, the convicted felon, that apparently rolled on his drug-dealing partners and went on to voice Buzz Lightyear, glad to see he's found a way to infinity and beyond the legal way, I thought, <laughs> two can play this game. So I went ahead and signed him up for the Lincoln Projects newsletter. Why bother sending my own fact-filled emails back when I can let them do it for me? <laughs> Yay. Dude, That's amazing. I've heard Tim Allen is such a conservative asshole. Mm. Quite.
1: Next up from Stuart. You know what, Stuart, I like you. You're not like the other kids here in the trailer park. Um, Pronouns he, him. In response to the story about Shuffles, the Bluetooth porn neighbor, (laughs) I was at the Apple store a few months ago. Oh, and by the way, (laughs) somebody, uh, before we get into Stuart's uh, confession here, speaking of Shuffles, the Bluetooth porn neighbor, uh, somebody suggested changing his nickname to Tuggles which I thought was funny. Uh, Anyway, in response to the story about Shuffle's The Bluetooth Poor Neighbor, I was at the Apple Store a few months ago in the pre-COVID times just getting some work done with my laptop, but I happened to be sitting at the table where they teach the old folks how to use iPads and such. (laughs) The Old folks probably like my age. Uh, The class ended, and this older gentleman, probably in his early to mid-80s, oh, nope, not my age, turned to me and said, Hey, I know you don't work here, but you seem to know what you're doing. Would you be able to help me with something? Of course I said yes. He told me he was having trouble finding the Internet, (laughs) so I showed him where Safari is, And then I realized he probably uses Chrome at home, and that might just be easier to have this one on his iPad, too. So I offered to download it for him, and I started showing him how to use it. We logged into his Google account, and when I showed him how to switch tabs, I noticed there was a tab already open. I clicked on it and found a Pornhub search for Big Busty Babes. (laughs) He immediately said it wasn't him. Uh, I told him it had to be because we were on his Google account, and he admitted, okay, maybe I look at that stuff sometimes, but that can't be me because I never use the iPad. I never use the iPad for it. (laughs) (laughs) I share the iPad with my girlfriend, so I only use my Chromebook for porn. I explained the cloud to him and showed him the magic of incognito browsing, and he seemed a little embarrassed, but I say, you do you. I hope I still have got that kind of energy when I'm his age. Anyway, thanks for making a great show. And everybody remember to vote.
0: <laughs> That's so funny. I feel like the takeaway from all of this is we must sexually free ourselves.
1: Uh, yeah. Mm. That way no one will have to feel weird about it. <laughs> this reminds me of when my um, my goddaughter's grandma, my, my best friend's mom, um, she her computer took a shit her laptop died or something and she got a new laptop and then she she, she thought she had to set up a, a new Facebook profile and it was the fucking cutest thing I've ever seen this 80 year old woman like oh I'm just setting up my new Facebook profile we're like well just log into your old profile and she's like what? it was amazing <laughs> she <laughs> thought that the Facebook <laughs> profile was like stuck in her broken laptop Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> i
0: love it oh my gosh i love it too ah it's so nice um okay next up from anonymous anonymous says the train station in my small town has a book cart where anyone can add or take a book for free recently five copies of the same book called don't make the black kids angry appeared i picked one up and yes you can probably infer what it's about it is an incredibly hateful extreme right-wing piece of propaganda, but at least it broadcasts that right way, that right away instead of even trying to disguise itself as anything more thoughtful. As a quick aside, I implore you and any listeners not to bother looking up that terrible book or its uh, author because they don't need any additional attention. True. Well, sometimes books go missing from the free book cart. Sometimes they not only go missing, but they get accidentally destroyed and or disposed of, never to be seen again. <laughs> it might seem odd for this to happen to all five copies of exactly the same book, but the world is a mysterious place. It is. Don't get me wrong. <laughs> yes, it is. Don't get me wrong. I am not advocating censorship, but this seemed like a good opportunity for someone to stop some hate speech dead in its tracks. That's true. You have to pick up mark zuckerberg's fucking trash that's what we're doing that is exactly what that is the book cart is now back to carrying romances and murder mysteries and i'm sure those novels will remain safe and sound
1: oh yes bravo I'm sure just like blathers I-, I i assure you this wretched thing will get the best of care here um <laughs> animal crossing okay finally oh <laughs> Finally up from anonymous uh, pronoun she, her. Not really a confession, just an observation. A.G. says she does not have a closing line for Quarantine Confessions podcast. I'm not Catholic, but isn't a confession followed by instructions to do penance of some kind? Could A.G. assign penance to the confessioners uh, or confessors as part of her closing? In her most humorous way, of course. Well, my most humorous way is probably uh, not readily available now that you've told me I need to be. um, Because that's how comedians (laughs) work. But you are correct. Everyone, thanks for sending in your uh, confessions, your quarantine confessions today. We really appreciate it. Head to quarantineconfessionspod.com to send them in. I want you all to watch five Rachel Maddows and say three, <laughs> Uh, I don't know, say okay, five Rachel Maddows and, and three Katie Turs and go forth uh, to love and serve the pod. Praise be to you. Uh, hallelujah there now that, that that'll be the sign off from now on does it sound good i could do a whole catholic do they clap at the end of those things no <laughs> i could do it in latin a spirit to sancti i could do it however uh i'll work on that that is an excellent suggestion but i do want you all to watch five rachel Meadows. until next time so beautiful any final thoughts jordan not for me all right until the next show when i figure out a tagline that's the end <laughs> Quarantine Confessions is brought to you by MSW Nation and Starburns Audio. Engineering by Mackenzie Mazel, with quality assurance by Kenai Williams and Amanda Reader. Writing and research by A. G. Jordan Coburn, Amanda Reader, and our listeners. Our copywriter is Jesse Egan. Web design and branding is by Joel Reader of Moxie Design Studios, and our website is QuarantineConfessionsPod.com.